From Johannesburg to Jerusalem, the world is always changing, growing and innovating. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he brings you the trendsetters, the thought leaders and those creating news before it happens. Only on the New Blue Review, your favorite Jewish culture and current affairs show. Every Monday at 9 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM. I am Benji Shulman. This is the New Blue Review. And I am happy to welcome onto the line, as we always do, this time of the week, Rob Hutchinson. Rob, how are you doing? Very well in yourself, Benji. I'm doing very, very well, Rob. Thank you for coming and chatting to us about what is going on in Parliament. Because, of course, it is Freedom Day uh, coming up this uh this week which is the is is really the, the the celebration of the first election and in some respects the first uh moves towards a, a constitution uh and and parliament is kind of a very important part of that process well absolutely it is i mean parliament does does make all the rules and all the legislation and uh does so in a, in a democratic way, which is definitely what we should be ce- celebrating in terms of freedom, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we should, uh, for, for Freedom Day, Rob, everyone should get together and all do just uh, parliamentary participation for the whole day should, as, as the celebration. What do you think? <laughs> I love that idea. Yes, let's, <laughs> let's do that. Let's, let's show them what freedom really means. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll make all the government offices open uh, for Freedom Day so they can take our public participation. <laughs> uh, so, Rob... Uh, Let's talk about people who uh, would like to be free in a different way, and that's uh, free from debt, uh, which I'm sure we'd all like to be. Uh, but in this particular case, ESCOM would like to be free from debt, and they want to put a bill forward to, to uh, support that. Uh, what is this all about? Why does why does ESCOM need freedom from debt? What we need is freedom from load shedding. Exactly. I think that's the two conflicting issues right now because uh, simultaneously they've, they've also, um, I think it was the uh, finance minister or uh, minister of electricity, no, it was the finance minister that said ESCOM doesn't have to disclose their financial irregularities. And he's also now uh, put out a or invited comment from the public on possible a future, a future instance where ESCOM might not have to disclose that information either. But in the meantime, um, Treasury has uh, proposed a debt relief bill. This was actually uh, discussed in the uh, budget speech uh, recently. It was a total of 254 billion, um, if I can remember correctly, that ESCOM uh, was was granted uh, as relief over the over the next few years. Um, but immediately at this stage, they've opened comments on uh, three tra- tranches of uh, totaling 184 billion in immediate debt relief, which is presented in in loans and um, and taking over debt completely. However, this doesn't mean that the ESCOM's debt is written off. The debt obviously still has to be paid to to uh, in, to suppliers and uh, so on. And that does mean that the Treasury will take over that debt, which ultimately means that uh, the taxpayer has to forfeit that. So um, either we pay it through increased um, uh, electricity tariffs or we pay it through through our, through our ta- taxes, which I think uh, is a major concern for most South Africans, uh, given the uh, financial irregularities that have happened at ESCOM, the mismanagement and, of course, the, the corruption. Yeah, and the fact that we have seen these 
very, very considerable tariff increases from ESCOM, which presumably if they do put, take the debt from uh, from the books, then um, they end up going to have to be taxed in a different way in order to pay for that as well. Exactly, exactly. So um, ESCOM recently, uh, or I think municipalities, have been uh, granted an 18 or 18.65 percent increase uh, on electricity, um, which was tied to ESCOM's uh, increase, which was approved by NERSA. And there's more on the cards. For the increases coming uh, towards the end of the year, and then of course next year again, and all of this is to uh, alleviate the problems and the financial situations within ESCOM. Um, the reason for the this increase, I think uh, Mr. Cordon uh, said, stated this will help uh, alleviate the pressure on load shedding and and increase maintenance budgets, but. Yeah, in my opinion, and a lot of the public participants have said the same, that that's not going to help. There's need to sort out the corruption and mismanagement first before we can offer ESCOM more money, which at this stage will uh, more than likely be uh, wasted or lost somehow. Rob, have you been following, I saw in the Sunday Times this weekend, uh, about... Uh, this town in the free state that sort of tried to go off grid, uh, and then, and then ESCOM sort of, uh, blocked them from doing that. I, I don't know if you, uh, have mm. covered this sort of thing before because obviously it goes into how electricity is generated. If maybe you have some more insights for listeners on how the generation of electricity from cities and from towns might actually be coming down the line as well. Yes, it was. So years ago, uh, most cities, and I think especially in Joburg and the main metros in, in Cape Town, used to generate electricity with uh, municipal power plants. Um, City Power had one many years ago. We had one in what is now uh, Newtown and, and um, near the Market Theatre. It was electricity generating plants there. And municipalities didn't have to rely on, on ESCOM or national state utility. So in the in the case of uh, that time that you mentioned, um, there was an independent supplier which was buying electricity from a large solar array and supplying it to 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 the town. And ESCOM's objection in in that whole process was that it wasn't enough to alleviate load shedding for the entire town or for that for that particular grid. And therefore, it could pose a danger to to the rest of the grid, which you know, sounds suspicious in 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 my way. It doesn't doesn't quite quite add up. If you're supplying some and other people can't have it, well, at least the town is is getting getting enough. Um, the problem is, of course, when uh, solar isn't uh, 100% reliable, so it doesn't produce uh, its full capacity at at m- uh, most of the time. So it does fluctuate. So it would have to have been backed up by the the difference would have had to be supplied by by ESCOM, uh, which ESCOM couldn't guarantee that. So they opposed the the court application. The court agreed agreed with them on on that matter. But I do think it is a, a sign of things to come. With uh, City of Cape Town also looking to uh, um, buy electricity from independent power producers. And uh, City of Joburg's also mentioned mentioned it, and I think that is the way forward. Less reliance on the major producers uh, uh, such as ESCOM or the state-owned utility, and more reliance on independent power producers. 
Well, I mean, before uh, the the sort of uh, what they called the multi-party coalition, the DA and Action SA and uh, FF Plus and ACDP and all of those guys, IFP, I think, uh, they, they had put together a solid, solid plan in Johannesburg to uh to to get not get off the grid i think but to really sort of help to reduce some of the electricity issues within within 18 months of being in office i, I don't know that this new administration has really been talking about that as being one of their priorities there has been some some talk about it in in their latest budget uh they have they have mentioned it um but there's no there's no doesn't seem to be a concrete plan of action going forward I think that's probably due to to the uh, regulations imposed by by NERSA at this stage as to how and where and uh, we can buy buy independent electricity from allowing access to to the grid in certain places and and so on. It's all down to regulations and and amending legislation, which uh, is at a national level rather than rather than a municipal level. So it's. Up to our national parliament to 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 uh, push this this process forward, and hopefully our new electricity minister will expedite that matter. Yeah, certainly that would be very very useful. Talking to Rob Hutchinson today uh, on the program, discussing the issues of ESCOM, which I'm sure of forefront of many people's minds. I am Benji Shulman, and this is 101.9 High FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Chai FM, talking today to Rob Hutchinson, uh, talking about parliamentary participation. It's all the big P's, um, uh, Rob. And, uh, and, 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 and yeah, there's, there's lots going on. I mean, we're talking about ESCOM, but I'm assuming that there's a lot of other bulls on your agenda at the moment. Yeah, there's quite a few. There's some uh, great environmental uh, projects that are on the go. Um, Minister Creasy has called for comment on a quite an interesting, quite an interesting topic. Uh, it's not too public; not public don't know much about it, but it's around um, oil and gas uh, boundaries within within these South African uh, fisheries, and they also have a, an environment they can work within. And it's all about how that environment is is managed, the borders of that environment, and and so on. Um, there's a lot of information on it, quite a few videos that, that people can watch to, to understand exactly what it is all about. And it, it covers um, a whole lot of areas in, in the uh, fisheries from um, oil and gas exploration uh, to mining and drilling and even down to fishing where we can uh, fish and, and so on, just defining the, the borders and, and boarding, boarding and management. There's also... A, a, an electricity rated uh, or related uh, campaign, which will be which will be live uh, later today, and that is around um, uh, South African Revenue Service SARS, which has called on the public to uh, comment on a an idea to give tax incentives to rooftop solar. So household uh, households who have solar installed. Um, SARS is looking for a way to compensate you and quite possibly for feeding back in, back into the grid. Um, this is, this is a great start to solving the energy problems in South Africa. And I think, 
Um, a lot of work and discussion will have to be done around this, but SARS has, has launched that initiative already. Very, very interesting, and I'm sure will be um, a, a very um, very important part of things, anything SARS-related, people pick up and, and take notice. <laughs> Definitely, yes. <laughs> SARS combined with ESCOM electricity, yeah, it's, it's a winning, it's a winning campaign. You, you've never wanted to catch SARS. That's that's always the rule. Rob, uh, <laughs> if people want to, um, if people do want to comment on the the ESCOM bill, on Barbara Creasy's environmental bill, on the SARS, how, what's the best way that they can do it? Uh, easiest way, or you can do it through uh, straight through the ministry's websites themselves, or municipalities' websites, or government websites, or you can go to dsouthafrica.co.za and find all the information, videos, related documents, and a and an easy method of of sending your comment through to government. Uh, well, there you go, Rob. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a great. Uh, Freedom Day, and um, I guess you'll be taking Workers' Day off. I think we probably will be on the, <laughs> on this particular <laughs> show. Uh, so we will chat to you again uh, in the second week of May. Fantastic, thank you. Thank you very much, and enjoy your week ahead.